What's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of the Frisco Report. It's day two of, you know, having no headaches with the contract. Cowboys, like I said, they got the Cowboys, uh, you know, going for the season with the, the contract for Dak Prescott. You know, no more waiting. We don't have to worry about this anymore. So, uh, guys, thanks for everybody that's joining us live in effect in the chat box. We do appreciate you guys. Make sure you Click like, subscribe, and share on this if you haven't already. But uh, that's it, man. We got the deal done. It's a uh, four-year deal for the most part. Can go up to $164 million, 126 guaranteed. So, you know, drafting a quarterback, you know, that's off the board. Uh, and, uh, you know, here we go. So let's see what the Cowboys do. I think this will open up free agency now. The draft will be able to concentrate on this sort of thing. But before we get started, Mike, what do you think about the deal for Dak Prescott here? I still don't know how to feel, Joe. I made a video yesterday. I still I, I can't get overly excited about it because yes, it's it's only twenty two million this year on the cap, but you're going to be eighteen shy or eighteen more overload somewhere else down the line on this four year deal. Um. I think his last year he's making $48 million or something, 47, some crazy number, almost 50 million to play quarterback. I think even with that, they had to do a lot of restructuring to even get back over the cap. Over the cap has them 1 million underneath the cap. They got to restructure Amari, Tank, Zach, Zach Martin, and maybe Zeke to get some splashes in free agency. Um, again, that's putting a credit card, you know, because that's going to get signing bonus to push back into another year. So the salary cap is going to keep rolling and keep rolling and keep rolling. So to me, Joe, I just don't know how to feel. I'm not overly excited about it. I'm not underexcited about it. I'm just, eh, we'll see what happens. He has to win a Super Bowl. This is your all-in move. You got money right behind a guy that's been to two Super Bowls and won one. You got to go win a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's where we're at, guys. It is, uh, you know, so Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, they're married together here. It's time to make that run. Uh, yeah, Mike, you made a good point. It's uh, it's all in on Dak, and that's what this team needed to do. You know, they needed to get out of this franchise tag, franchise tag mode, because next year it just wouldn't have been – wouldn't have been possible. And next year's QB draft class is super bad. There's there's not a good prospect next year. So, you know, I don't know if the Cowboys felt good about where they're at at number 10, if they wanted to move up or whatever. But uh, it's it's good that this is off the monkeys. The, the monkeys off our back. So now we we have more, you know, versatility to, to do something here at pick number 10, to do some things in uh, free agency. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But, yeah, we're going to have to restructure contracts. That's that's uh, that's a no-brainer there. 
you know, the usual suspects will get that. You know, your your vets that you're going to plan on keeping here for a while, D-Law, Amari Cooper, Zach Martin, um, and these types of players, they'll open up money. Chris Jones, he'll get cut. There'll be some cuts here, too. They'll open up money. So we'll be fine there. Uh, but we'll get into that. So the first thing, guys, how is everybody feeling in the chat box about the extension? Please let us know if you like the extension. Do you like it? Do you not like it? How do you feel about it? Let us know in the comments how you guys feel about this uh, Dak Prescott extension. All right. Uh, Mike, so today is another day of pro days. We had a, a very big one here today, and we're going to talk about two prospects here in particular uh, that the Cowboys have interest in. And let's go ahead and talk about this here, guys. And we're talking about March 9th pro day. We're talking about Northwestern, baby. So let's get into this. Let's get into this. Who's ready? We're talking about Greg Newsom. All right. Uh, he was He's one of the top prospects in this NFL draft. The Cowboys were in attendance. All right, everybody. So the Cowboys have a keen eye. They are in the market for DBs and, uh, and some other areas we'll talk about here. But right now, Greg Newsom. You know, I, I had him in a, in a mock draft of mine, and I had him in the uh, secondness round, somewhere in that in that range. But you are starting to see some mock drafts kind of kicking up Greg Newsom into the the first round. So he ran an unofficial four point three one in the forty, Mike. So uh, good size, good speed. Had a breakout season this last year, Mike. What do you think about Greg Newsom out of Northwestern? <clears throat> well, you you said it best, Joe. He's definitely a game changer. A 6'1", 190 pounds, excellent height, excellent size uh, for the cornerback. Sorry, there's no COVID here. It's allergies. So if I sound a little raspy, work with me. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I, I like him as a corner. I like his instincts. Uh, I like his coverage. I, I think uh, if the Cowboys go in, and draft this guy, I think it will be good for uh, for the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely going to be a player of interest for sure. Um, you know, what do they do with with uh, free agency? You know, and, and we'll t we'll take a look at that. But depending on what they do there, you know, do they get a former familiar player like a Sherman? Do you want to go that route, an older player? Do you want to go somewhere else? You know, you, you know we're t we always talk about. Getting more speed on this defense, Mike, right? And we know that Dan Quinn is, has has liked more speed here recently, especially with the Falcons. They got more speed, you know, on the field. And Greg Newsom, he really checks that box. Uh, if, if the Cowboys are going to stick with that height, you know, metric with their cornerbacks, he checks that off. So you got the speed, you got the size. Um, I think this is a player you should keep an eye on, Greg Newsom, guys. And – um they're at Northwestern, so the Cowboys were in attendance there. So high interest in this player. Keep an eye on him. If you haven't looked at him, guys, go check out Greg Newsom. Great player there. Um, he will help out the team. Another player here that the Cowboys have interest in at this pro day is <laughs> the beast of beasts. And we're talking about no one but this man right here. And he is a man. He is a man amongst boys, and that is this guy right here. Rashawn Slater, guys. All right. Like I said, 
Cowboys were confirmed to be here at the Northwestern Pro Day, everybody. So looking at Greg Newsom, looking at Rashawn Slater. Okay, Rashawn Slater tweeted this out. I'm the best tackle in the draft. At the same time, I'm a team player. So if a team wants to play me at guard, so be it. I'm all for it, Rashawn Slater. So this guy, you know, you do have teams that, that may want to put him in the inside there at guard. But, you know, he's played tackle at a high level. We know we know the story. Everybody's seen it, what he's done to chase Young at the collegiate level. Obviously, you know, round two or whatever, the, the rematch in the NFC East might go a little different. Chase Young's got some more tools, in the you know, with more experience and that sort of thing. But there's something to be said about a player that was able to stifle him at the collegiate level. I love what I saw out of this pro day. You know, what you see on tape and what you see at the pro day, you see a player that is – is prepared, very professional player. He was an opt out, obviously he didn't play, but you can see that that he has taken this craft seriously, Mike. I mean, he's gotten he's prepared himself for this moment, Mike. I mean, he, he looked heavy handed. He ran a four eight eight, you know, a sub five in, in the forty for a man this size. Uh, amazing, amazing. I, I mean, he had an explosive workout, Mike. What, what's your thoughts on Rashawn Slater <clears throat> tackle Northwestern? Uh, the, the biggest thing that sticks out is uh, 6'4", 304 pounds. To me, that's typical guard. That's typical guard right there. That's Zach Martin's size, right? And then, then you talk about the 488, sub-5 in a 40, Joe. Man has heart, charisma. You talk about the Chase Young tape. Put him in his place. I like this stuff. I like this guy. Uh, you know, when Tyron Smith got to where Tyron Smith is at now, he would make the top 100. And – his peers would say he got everything down. Now he's just working on bettering his technique. This guy right here, Joe, that you have on the screen can be that. All he has to do is just he has the fundamentals down. Now he has to work on technique and get that technique better like Tyron Smith did early in his career. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, a very good product. Obviously, like any other rookie, they, they need to – they need to refine their skill. And I, what you know what I really like? Our offensive line coach, I think, was a little uh, underrated. You know, we're talking about Joe Philbin. What he was able to do with, with some of these guys, and you saw the development. As much as we didn't like Terrence Steele, you did see some development, some improvement as the season went along, albeit he's, he's still going to be a developmental backup player. Brandon Knight, I think, held his own in spot duty there. And – you know, in rotation with, with Irving at left tackle. But I think if you bring him into the system, you bring him in here with Joe Philbin, Mike McCarthy, and uh, I think he would do really good for the Cowboys. Now, uh, you know, I see some people saying he won't be there. Uh, you, you don't know. Nobody knows. Now, if he is there, do you guys want to take him there? That's my question to you guys. If he is there at number 10 and the Cowboys are on the clock and Rashawn Slater is there, would you guys take him? I would. I want to protect my investment in Dak Prescott. You cannot count on Terrence Smith. We don't know about Lyle Collins. And, you know, um, Connor Williams, you know, this is his contract year. They're not going to re-sign Connor Williams. I can tell you that. So, you know, do you feel good about sliding in McGovern into that left guard position? Do you want to get better on the offensive line, you know, whether it be at the guard for this year and then kick him out, you know, if something happens to – Tyron Smith, because something will happen to Tyron Smith. He's not, he might play eight games for you this year, Mike. So, you know, I feel good about him and at guard, right? But if you need him, and he will, 
I think I think that's a, a good move, a very versatile lineman for the Cowboys um, there. Mike, let me ask you, if he's there at 10, are you taking him there? You're absolutely right I am, Joe. And here's a, I, I've been thinking about this draft, Joe, and I've been thinking about Cowboys picking defense in the first round. It hasn't been good. Taco Charlton bust. Morris Claiborne bust. Um, who else have they picked? Byron Jones, first-round talent, not even on the team anymore. He played three different positions in the five years he was a Cowboy. You know, he's not even on the team. If they get, if they go offensive line where they've hit gold on in the drafts, I'm all for it, Joe. I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Joseph Cologne, how much you want to bet Slater's gone before 10? It, it's quite possible, man. I mean, the, from what he what he's done on tape and everything he's played, it's, I mean, there, there's some talk that he could go before Panay Sewell. So, yeah, man, uh, he definitely could go before 10. But it's also possible that he doesn't go at 10, you know. Um, we'll see how the draft shakes out. You know, it depends on some of these team needs. We, there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks going in that top 10 before the Cowboys. That's going to push down talent to the Cowboys. That's what you want. And that's what, that's how I see this thing uh, shaking out ultimately. But when you think about high-end linemen, you, you talk about a Zach Martin and Quinton Nelson. If you want to put them at guard, those are the gold standard, right? Quinton Nelson, Big Q. And Zach Martin, the gob, that's the gold standard at the guard position. Is Rashawn Slater that? I wouldn't say he's that, but he, he has the potential to be definitely a cornerstone offensive lineman for some team around here. So, yeah, I definitely will not be surprised if he goes top 10. You know, I think he will be a top 10 player. If he's there, I'm taking him. No doubt about that. No hesitation. All right, guys. So we got the pro day out of the way. We do have more pro days coming up. You know, make sure you come back to the channel and uh, check back for some more pro day updates and who the Cowboys have interest in. You know where to go for who the Cowboys met with. Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter, CowboysBlogNet, underscore Cowboys Corner. We're going to have you covered for all prospect visits who the Cowboys have met with. Okay, I already gave you guys the down, though, on Elijah Molden. All right, so Cowboys did a virtual with him. Cowboys have interest here at Northwestern. So we're rocking and rolling with the Cowboys' interest as they come. Make sure you keep it here for the latest updates, guys. All right, Mike. So what we want to talk about now is we're coming up on legal tampering week coming up here. So we got legal tampering week coming up for free agency. That's where we're going here with this. Like I said, we got the DAT contract out the way. They're gonna, We're going to see a flurry of uh, – you know, restructures, like you said, Mike, there's going to be the restructures. They're going to open up the, the bank there to make some kind of moves here, Mike. So with that being said, let's talk about some free agent targets the Cowboys may be interested in, Mike. Um, give me some names that you think the Cowboys might have interest in, Mike. Mine right here is when they do all these restructures and they can maybe afford a couple of pieces. They won't be able to afford a lot. Uh, but Bud Dupree, um, uh, you know, he's he's been in the league a little bit. Uh, he's becoming up. He's coming up as a free agent with the Steelers. Uh, I, I really like that. Uh, he, he had eight sacks last year, eleven and a half before that, and uh, he's he, he's had four or more sacks his entire career. I think he can come in here, help this defense line, get some run stuff ability. Dut, the pre is it, it would be my guy, Joe. That would be 
one of my that would be my number one guess. Yeah, out. yeah, Doug, Dup uh, yeah, Bud Dupree. So you know he kind of had a slow start to his career, but you know he really turned it on, became a pretty big asset there, especially for the Steelers, right? So you know doesn't look like they're going to keep him. They definitely didn't franchise tag him, and I, we're going to see a lot of these players hit the market. You know we're we're already seeing a lot of teams that have already passed you know, the franchise tie, like they didn't, they didn't tag a lot of good quality players. And we're going to talk about that, but, uh, Doug, you know, Bud Dupree, man, you know, put him in the mix. I like that. I like that pick a lot, man. That's a good one. Who else you got? Another one I got for you, Joe, would be Shelby Harris for the Denver Broncos. Uh, he, you, you turn on the tape. He, he runs a three, four defense when he was with Rod Phillips or with Wade Phillips, excuse me. When he was with Wade Phillips, he, they did run some four man studs. He played the one technique. You could be a rotational police with Novell Gallimore there. Uh, bring on, bring on Shelby Harris to this team. I think he's going to upgrade your team. You turn on the tape. He's everywhere on the football field, uh, blocking, uh, putting his hands up, batting balls down, blocking field goals, getting sacks. I, I like some Shelby Harris. That'll be my second pick, Joe. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the name that I'm that I've seen. Uh you know, pop around here as far as, uh, you know, defensive tackles. That That's a good one, Mike. I like Shelby Harris. I think, you know, he's he comes from, you know, a, a good defensive unit there for the most part. You know, although, uh, you know, Denver's kind of, uh, they're having some rough times here trying to figure things out there. John Elway hasn't done a, a very good job there. I think that's why he kind of stepped away and moved into a different role there in the franchise. But, uh, yeah, man, we definitely need help there. You know, the question is going to be how much money are the Cowboys going to be willing to spend? Are, are we looking at being players in the first wave of free agency? What's what's your gut feeling on that, Mike? Are we going to be players in the first week of free agency? Absolutely Legal tampering? Not. Absolutely not. Cowboys have the tendency of paying players and then sitting on their hands in free agency. They did it with the Marcus Lawrence. Um, they, they've been doing it ever since they signed Brandon Carr, let's be honest. They're, they're going to sit on their hands. We're not going to get big names. We got a lot of draft picks. They're going to try to bank on every single one of those draft picks. Steven Jones, his mindset is you got to build your team when the draft and then keep your star players when they come up. Uh, Lawrence, Jalen Smith, Dak Prescott, Zeke, these guys, um, the household names, so to speak, and then fill in your, role, your, your, your turnover with draft picks. They're not going to go heavy in free agency. Yeah, no, I totally agree, Mike. And, and you know, I know that uh, there was a lot of excitement yesterday with, with the signing of Dak Prescott. And immediately, you know, a lot of us were talking about, you know, what do we do now? What's the next conversation? Everybody, Dalvin Thomas and Dalvin Thomas. I don't see that happening. They franchise tag Leonard Williams. I mean, it would be great. Don't get me wrong. I would love Dalvin Thomas. I think this is exactly what you need for this defense. You know, a big, big guy. But he's going to command a big price tag, a very, very big price tag. I, I think when the number comes out for Dalvin Tomlinson, I think people are going to be like, oh, wow, this guy got freaking paid, bro. Like, and the Cowboys are not that. They're not going to pay more than uh, than the market value for, for a high-end defensive tackle, which is Dalvin Tomlinson. Uh, if they're able to pull that off, I mean, that would be, you know, that would be the – the perfect offseason, but I don't see that happening. I like Shelby Harris. A couple of guys I like, Mike, are um, Jaleel Johnson out of Minnesota, 26 years old, 6'3", uh, 316 pounds, so relatively another big type of guy 
played under uh you know Zimmer and that mauling defense. You know, they didn't tag him as far as I know. I'll have to double check that. But uh that's a player the Cowboys will have interest in. They liked him back when he was coming out in the draft at the senior bowl. Larry Ogunjobi from Cleveland is another one, Mike, that I like. In uh 6'3, 305. These guys, the versatility is the key here. Some guys get stuck on the one tech, three tech. Dan Quinn likes defensive tackles, you know, that can play, that can be interchangeable and have some speed, that have some size, some some wiggle to them, dancing bears, as Mike Mayock used to call some of these guys. And um, I think you get that with players like like you mentioned, Shelby Harris, Jaleel Johnson, Ogan Joby. They they need to if they're not gonna uh if the Cowboys have no intention of drafting you know, a defensive tackle in the first three rounds. They need to consider some of these guys in free agency. Absolutely. Those are my, those are my D line guys. Joe, I got some corners for you, some yeah. DBs, safeties, Shakur uh, Griffin. He's set to hit the free agency market. I think the Cowboys can go aggressive on there. I like, I like his aggressiveness. Uh, he did kind of have a down year, um, a real inconsistent last three years. It could be the scheme of Seattle. You know, the Legion of Doom kind of just fell apart. It's not even existed anymore. Um, <clears throat> one one interception last year, two before that. But I think with Dan Quinn's scheme, him coming in here, it's going to be very familiar what he's used to. I think we can resurrect or make his career better in Dallas with, with digs to the opposite end of him. That's uh, okay for uh, Shaquille Griffin? Yep. That's out of Seattle, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, I, you know, I think, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys take a look at uh, a DB, you know, and man, it just doesn't look like they're going to keep uh, Cheeto. There's been zero conversation as far as any conversation about, you know, there's whispers that there's going to deal or be made or anything. He, as far as I can see, Cheeto on Instagram. He's out in California. I have a feeling he's going to sign with Marinelli, go reunite with him with the Raiders. Something like something tells me Cheeto's going <laughs> to end up over there on the West Coast somewhere. So I think uh, the ship is sailed there with Cheeto. And, uh, you know, probably I think a lot of us might be surprised how much uh, he'll get in the market. But uh, that's a good one. Cornerbacks, definitely there should be interest there, Mike. A any other DBs that, that you're interested in? Absolutely. I got a safety here, Anthony Harris from the Vikings. I've always been a fan of him from afar. Um, kind of kind of was a was a sub player, really came on the last three years. Um, you know, he, he had a real down year last year, but if Kirk Cousins is your quarterback, what, what more can you ask for? Um, six interceptions in 2019, three in 2018. Anthony Harris is becoming a free agent. I think the Cowboys could pursue him and we can get better on the back end. And I sound muffed up because I have an allergy infection. Yeah, I, I do like uh, Anthony Harris. Actually, I, I like I actually like um, what Zimmer does with his uh, defensive backs. There, they're pretty scrappy. They're pretty good. I like, you know, Harrison. You know, uh, the other safety, uh, Anthony Harris, is another good one. I like both those safeties. Um, so I wouldn't mind that. We'll see what they do there. We should be in the market for safety. You know. I think they're going to do kind of what they did last year. You might see a familiar name, name recognition. Don't get completely, you know, overboard because we're going to see that, you know, you'll see, oh, we signed so-and-so, 
like, um, who was the guy that we got last year, man? Everson Griffin. No, the the safety. He sucked. Who was that oh, guy? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so we got Clinton Dix last year, right? A lot of people kind of jumped the gun, like, all right, Clinton Dix, this and that. I was never a fan from it. I just sat back and was like, oh, let me see how this is gonna end, <laughs> and it didn't end good. So, you know, we'll see. But he he was he was kind of uh kind of washed up as he was coming out in free agency. But these are kinds of the names that you might see. You might see some other familiar names there's talk of patrick peterson mike you know possibly being a a cut i don't know if it's happened yet if it's gonna happen but you know talking about maybe not so much at cornerback but they might give him the charles woodson treatment where you put him at you know uh free safety or somewhere like that do you have any interest in patrick peterson if he's out there mike uh, i have more interest in patrick peterson than i do richard sherman for a locker room standpoint for a leadership standpoint, uh, Patrick Pat, Patrick Peterson, obviously we drafted the wrong one a, a, a year late when Morris Claiborne, they both came from LSU. But go ahead and get, give me Patrick Peterson for a leadership standpoint on defense. We need some old school football mentality here. Uh, we're missing that on the defense side of the ball. We don't know what's going to happen with Sean Lee, but Sean Lee can't do everything. We need more leaders on this team. And Patrick Peterson, I feel like, could be that leader. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that. I really wouldn't. I, I, I agree. I think that might be one that's a low-key. If he's available, you know, and, and I think Patrick Peterson kind of realizes he's not going to garner high-end money. He's going to try to, but I think it's somebody that you might be able to 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 pull off. You know what I mean? So I'm seeing some uh, Keanu Neal. Obviously, there's that connection there, Mike. That's that's going to be a common one that's, that some people want to uh, – to bring up what well, the only thing I don't like about Keanu Neal, he's injured a lot. This guy is never on the field. He seems like he's a little bit too banged up. He's had some injuries. Mike, do you think we're going to see a reunited uh, player, former player with Dan Quinn, whether it be Keanu Neal or, you know, maybe a uh, Richard Sherman? Do you see any kind of reunions like that going on here, free agency? I doubt it. I really doubt it. I think the team's moving in a different direction. Um, it's going to be kind of, and I, and I also want to see what they do with our free agents, who they keep. They're going to keep some of our free agents, right? I kind of want to see what they do, you know, with Jordan Lewis and 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 Cheeto and uh, Xavier Woods. I kind of want to see what they do uh, with, with 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 our free agents, um, and then how how do they build off that? And then that's really going to set up our draft board. But um, I I don't see. Old players, I, I don't think they'll bring it. The only old player that I, I see come in would be uh, a Gerald McCoy. Yeah, I was about to hit on that. Gerald McCoy talked about – I mean, the Cowboys made it – it seemed like they made it a point when he had the injury that, oh, we cut him, but we're going to want him back. Okay, well, talk is cheap. Do you really want him back? <laughs> Are they going to bring back Gerald McCoy? Guys, in the comments, we appreciate you. 160 few viewers right now. Pound that like button, guys. Do you think the Cowboys – Will, in fact, bring back Gerald McCoy. Let us know in the comments if you think Gerald McCoy will be back. What do you think, Mike? Think I Gerald think McCoy comes the, back? The Cowboys protected themselves, signed him on a three-year deal, put put that injury clause in there. They're going to do it again, you know. The Cowboys ain't dumb. They, you know, they like to protect themselves with contracts. That's, not, that's why they don't make big splashes in free agency on day one in free agency, Joe. They wait a couple of days. They get the other players – that they can put those clauses in. 
right? Where it's not going to be a lot of guaranteed money, where you can wash your hands with it after a year, maybe two years. Is this how the Cowboys play? Gerald McCoy fits what they do in free agency. Mm-hmm. Hey, at least Clinton Dix outran a bear. <laughs> I love that comment. Asmodo. Asmodo. That's that's hilarious, bro. <laughs> he sure did, man. He had the back pedal, the, the hips. It looked good. <laughs> you know, you try to break down that tape where he ran ran his butt off from those bears or whatever it was. Yeah, he had a good stride, man. He had a good stride. Yeah, he did. He did. That, that's a great comment. That might be my comment of the night there. That's hilarious. Man, I did have I, man, I did see a, a super chat come by here. What did it? Where was that? Oh my gosh, I just that disappeared from my screen. I know we saw a super chat come by. Appreciate that. Appreciate well, Joe, you guys. Let me ask you, Joe. Out of our free agents on defense, who would you who would you want to keep? Who would you want to come back? Uh, from our free agents, who would I want to come back? Man, uh, I don't want I don't want Xavier Woods back. No, uh, I absolutely don't want. Uh, I mean, Cheeto, I I just don't think there's they're gonna be able to to bring that one back, and I don't know if they want him back. Like you said, you made a great point. I think this team's definitely going in a different direction. These guys, they they want to build their own team. They don't want to keep playing with Garrett guys. You know, obviously there are some Garrett guys on this team, but mainly we're talking about defense, right? I think you want to flush out all these guys on defense and build your own guys with a different kind of swagger. I think you hit it right on the head, Mike, to be quite honest. So, you know, Jordan Lewis, maybe if you, maybe at nickel. I think he's okay at nickel, but uh, I think you can find a comparable player in, in the draft, you know, at nickel. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about Elijah Molden. I'm thinking about Trent Brown. There, there's a lot of guys out here that, that could fill that, that nickel corner. You know what I mean, Mike? But – yeah, there's there's not many. Alden Smith, no, I don't know. I mean, he started out hot, really fizzled out really hard, and I think you yeah. feel better. You feel better about Randy Gregory. So, I do. you know, and I think that kind of fills that void. Bradley and I, you know, we saw Randy Gregory give really good props about Bradley and I. I think this new program, this new defense, is going to utilize that some more. Uh, I'm talking about Bradley and I, Mike. So, you know. Man, it, that's a good question as far as who, who else do they want to bring back. You know, if you're talking about wide receivers, maybe. Maybe it's going to come down between Noah Brown or Cedric Wilson. If it were me, I would probably lean more towards uh, – <laughs> I might flip a coin on that one, man, to be quite honest. Although I did like the improvement that I saw from uh, Noah Brown mm -hmm. last season. Yeah. I I think mm -hmm. he, he, he looked a lot leaner. He looked faster. And he was healthy. He was finally healthy, Mike. So, I don't know. I think I might go Noah Brown. I might stick with Noah Brown, let Cedric Wilson go. Um, well, Cedric Wilson because he's that special teammate. He could, he could be your little switch gadget army. Now, there were some plays that worked. If I'm not mistaken, he's the one that threw a touchdown to Dak Prescott. Cedric Wilson did. Is that, was that right? Yeah. So, I, I, I like little trickery plays, you know. CJ Goodwin, I think, is a good one for special teams. I mean, this guy – and yeah, he, you know he had some boneheaded mistakes, but he came and made up for a lot of it too. Um, uh, for special teams, give me CJ Goodwin for sure. Um, defense, give me Jordan Lewis. I like the dog in Jordan Lewis. Um, he kind of gets like a little fresh start here. 
with Dan Quinn, see what he can do. But again, if Dan Quinn uses that philosophy like Chris Richard used, because they're 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 the same brain, right? Jordan Lewis ain't on this football team. So you gotta keep that in mind too. Ty, Ty, Tyra Crawford, thank you for your services, but you are out of service. Yeah, he's out of there. I know we had a man. I, I just saw a good. I saw a good comment here. Hold on, <laughs> guys. Appreciate appreciate everybody uh, commenting in here. We'll get to them. Uh, Lamont, appreciate you, bro. Why can't we go all in for Dalvin and trade back and take Barmore for depth in the corner in the second and pay Sherman to play safety? I'm down. So yeah. You know, I think if you do an all-in move for uh, Dalvin Tomlinson, I mean, it's possible. I mean, I, I wouldn't discard it, but it would go against what the Cowboys front office typically does, right? You know what I'm saying? For me, I would love it, but I, I think we're going to we're gonna look at the sticker shock once the numbers come out for Dalvin Tomlinson. But let's do a hypothetical, Lamont. Let's say that the Cowboys did go all-in on uh, Dalvin Tomlinson. You're probably done for the entire free agency, and you, you really are going to have to lean on the draft to fill in a lot of the departing players. So I don't know if the Cowboys would, would want to do that, but uh, I don't think we'll see. Sherman has enough tread on the tires to play safety. The dude's just too slow. Well, I think that might be part of the reason why some people are thinking he could play safety. You know, when, when you think about safety, you're, you're looking at DBs that run a 4.6 or slower, right? Dion always says that at the NFL combine, it cracks me up. Oh, that guy ran a four six. He's a safety. <laughs> he he always says that, and I, I I'm a I'm a firm believer in that as well. So if kind of if that's where uh, Peters, I mean, if that's where uh, you know Sherman is at as far as speed, and I think it might be, you know, yeah. I mean, you might take a look. Can he hold up though? That that would be my only deal. He kind of gets dinged up a lot. Yeah, yeah, he does. I was going to say something too, and I totally forgot. Appreciate you, Lamont. Appreciate that, brother. I appreciate the other uh, super chat that came in, too. I totally missed it, bro. Whoever that was, please uh, let me know in, in the comment box there, and I'll shout you out. Man, I saw somebody, one, one of our guys here, one, one of our one of our regulars had a great comment here. I'm trying to find it. Where is it at? Well, I, well, I look for this, Mike. Go ahead and bring up a who who else you'd like there in the free agency while I look for this this comment. Yeah, my, my last one was Bashad Breland. I liked him when he was with the Redskins. They, they were called the Redskins then, remember? So I could say that. I yeah, liked him with the Redskins. Uh he went to Green Bay for a year and uh went to KZ for two years. This guy's had an interception every year he's been in the league. He got 14 interceptions. I like the way Bashad Breland plays. I think if you bring him in here to the Cowboys organization, you know, one of these corners, right, that, we're, that we talked about, Griffin, Breland, um, things of that sort, you put him with Trayvon Diggs and your defense is going to get better. You're not reaching. So if Slater is there in the 10th pick, you can go get him. You can go get him. And because you took care of your of your cornerback position. So Cowboys got a lot of moving pieces. Obviously, they have to do restructures first and, and work from that. Yeah, Breland. Um, it's it's one that that's uh, you know, yeah, he did play for the Redskins. And where did he play re recently? Was it the Chiefs? Yep. Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll be out there. Kansas um, City, I meant to say, not Kansas State. <laughs> <laughs> this is the comment I was looking for, Mister Wright, Antoine Myers, Joe. Who else we got to pass rush? I think this is a great uh, question, Mike. You know, especially if we're talking about 
you know, kind of moving on from Alden Smith and, and these guys. So where we sit, where we sit right now, you know, going into free agency and NFL draft, how do you feel about the pass rush? Any defensive ends that you like in free agency? Oh, I just went over them, I thought. <laughs> Who did I have? I forgot. Let me go back to my notes. <laughs> yeah, so it's a good question, Mr. Wright. So, yeah, so, you know, we're looking at Randy Gregory. Obviously, he'll, he'll, he'll be That's who it was. He'll be more involved. Say it again, Mike. Bud Dupree. Yeah, Bud Dupree. So, yeah, Bud Dupree might be one. Uh, some, guys, some guys that I really like, uh, Mr. Wright, is going to be Carl Lawson. I like him. Uh, the Bengals decided not to franchise tag him. Yeah. Now is is uh it, this Carl Lawson is going to come down to defenses have a certain kind of uh, requirements, right? You know, there's a lot of a lot of teams that passed on a D Ford. The same teams that passed on D Ford passed on Carl Lawson because he didn't have the long arms. But man, this guy he gets to the quarterback. You know, he's still young, 25 years old. He had 20, he's 20 sacks, 83 QB pressures, um, but his hands are big, 10 and 3.8. So this is a guy I covered. I like him. I think Carl Lawson might be someone that's affordable. Uh, Romeo Aquara from Detroit, they decided not to franchise tag that guy. Uh, another great young up-and-comer defensive end. Can play left end, can play right end. Just, just give me more pass rushers. You know that that that's what I, that's really what I want. Okay, so Romeo Aquara from Detroit, he's hitting the market. He'll be out there. Trey Hendrickson, he's out there. Uh, Morgan Fox, Efe Abeda, you know this is a player the Cowboys they brought in him in under the international deal. Uh, they may want to bring him back here. He has familiarity with with our uh, defensive line coach Mike, so that might be another one there. But I think there's going to be some options there, Mister Wright. Um, so we'll see what they do there. Let me know what you guys think about pass rush. You know, who do, is there any other defensive ends that are going to be hitting the market that you guys like? I know Mike and I gave you a couple of them here. You know, anybody out there that you'd like as far as free agents for the Cowboys? Do you guys want to keep Alden Smith? Let us know in the comments. Hey, guys, real quick on the Frisco Report, guys, we got 173 viewers, 62 likes, guys. I need five of y'all right now. To hit that like button, just smash that thing right now. Five people go, bam! Yeah, yeah, pound that like button, guys. We do appreciate you guys checking us out here as we talk about everything from Dak Prescott today's pro day with Northwestern, and now a preview of uh, legal tampering that's coming up next week already. So we got that coming up, and we'll hit that hard and heavy again uh, next week to see who's going to be rumored as a uh, possible, you know, legal tampering for the Cowboys, if, if any, but like I said, you know, we're going to see a lot of these big numbers come out. I think it's some, some sticker shock on some of these guys. Um, I would love Dalvin Thompson. Don't get me wrong guys, but you know, think, think more about some, what the, what the Cowboys are, are usually doing. Not so much the, that those top end guys, but some of these other players that they, they might bring in here. Um, but I think Mr. Right bring is, is right on, you know, pass rush this is, this is something that the cowboys have been chasing for a long time it seems like and let's remember the marcus lawrence is not getting any younger he came in the same draft class with zach martin you know so 2014 i think he's creeping up on 29 or so he's getting up there so he's not getting any younger and uh i think you got to continue to to bolster 
that defense. Cleveland Brown in the house. Appreciate oh, you, bro. He says Carlos Dunlop. Seattle, you know, not, not bringing him back. Any interest in Carlos Dunlap, guys? He's going to yeah. be available. What do you think, Mike? Do you like Carlos Dunlap? I do like Carlos Dunlap. He's pretty consistent for the most part. Uh, I think you bring him in here. Uh, how long has he been with Seattle? Does anybody know? Did he ever play with Dan Quinn in 2013-2014? No, nah, he, he was uh, one year with Seattle. Before that, he was with the Bengals. That's right. That's absolutely right. <clears throat> what's so, interesting What's interesting about Carlos Dunlap is that uh, the comp <laughs> – this is funny, man. This is a funny story. The comp for Taco Charlton was Carlos Dunlap. And uh, obviously, Taco was nothing, nothing like that. Carlos Dunlap is, is uh, you know, he can get to the quarterback. So, but can you do better? You know, do you, is is he more of a, a rotational kind of guy? I think Carlos Dunlap is more of a rotational guy. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate adding him into the mix, man. Not at all. Fernando Esquivel. Hey, Mike, what's your thoughts on Hassan Reddick? The Chronicles of Reddick. Ooh. Who does he play for? Uh, I think he was with the Cardinals. I don't know if he stayed there. Maybe Fernando, if if you if you know. Uh, but I know the Cowboys had interest in Hassan Reddick when he was coming out in the draft. You know, they were kind of trying to figure out if he was going to be uh, off the oh, ball man. linebacker or was he going to be a defensive end. Kind of a – I think he's been kind of a bust there, you know, at uh, – with the Cardinals. I don't know if he's still there, but he had 12 and a half sacks last year. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. Might be someone, might be someone to keep an eye on. Might be someone to keep an eye on. He had, he had 12 and a half sacks at linebacker. What they need to do is watch his tape and use Jalen Smith. The same way they used rhetoric. We have a rhetoric. They just don't know how to use them. His name is Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. Joe. Yeah, man, they do. They and and that was Mike Nolan lied to us. Mike Nolan was like, "Oh, we're gonna use them like they did and uh, use them off the edge," and they didn't do it. The lunatic in the house. What's up, bro? Uh, free agent is a need. Draft is for best player. Dallas Cowboys for life. Yeah, free agency. Free agency for me has always been like a supplemental, like. You're going to pick up players, but then you might actually draft players in hopes of improving on those guys. Right? I think that's what the Cowboys philosophy is at right now, Mike, is like, yeah. we're not going to get these high-end guys. We're going to get the Clinton Dixes of the world and hope that we can draft somebody or a year two player can bounce them out of here. Right. So Reggie Robinson is in that mix. Bradley and I, you know, they're going to bring in some players, but ultimately they're going to want like Bradley and I, they're going to want Reggie Robinson to bounce out some of these guys. It's, it's kind of a weird philosophy, but I think this is what the Cowboys do, Mike. Yeah, the, the Cowboys are a mystery box every year around this time. I mean, Cowboy fans have been screaming for safety, screaming for safety, screaming for Earl Thomas, uh, screaming for free agents. Every time the Cowboy fans are so desperate, anytime a fan sees that a player has been cut, they automatically need to be a Cowboy just because the drought of free agency that the Cowboys been in in so many years, since 2012. It's almost 10 years of free agency drought. And uh, when a player gets cut, he automatically has to be a Cowboys fan, uh, a Cowboys player to Cowboy fans. So they're, they're, yeah. 
Watch. Yeah. You, don't know, you don't know what you're going to get from the Cowboys in free agency because you just don't know. You, they, they could not do anything in free agency, not address their wide receiver position, and then go into the season, lose four games in a row, and then decide to get Amari Cooper. You know what I'm saying? So you never know what the heck they're going to do. Hey, Mike, this comes from QPDO Wasabi. Who would you choose between Malik Hooker or Keanu Neal, or should we draft a safety? You got – oh, I like Malik Hooker, though. I do like Malik Hooker. So your answer is Malik, Malik. Hooker? <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, for me, I would take Malik Hooker over Keanu Neal. Um, but, you know, Keanu Neal might be – depending on how well he, he – uh, what his graces are with with uh, Coach Quinn, he might get the edge there. But if it were me, I, I would probably take Hooker. It would kind of be like a Will McClay reclamation project, you know. But Malik Hooker has the traits, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I think you just – does he need to be in a different system? I, I say yes. Uh, but if they don't go that way, yes. Heck, yes, we got to draft the safety. And probably really early, to be quite honest. So if they don't do that – if they don't do any moves at free in free agency for safety – and I'm talking about somebody really good, not a not a Clinton Dix or some some scrub player like that. If they don't do a move, you got to draft somebody. Yeah, you do. How, how uh, many, well, let's talk about free agency though, Joe. Let's let's talk about the Cowboys' last two years, three years, right? With free agency, they haven't hit on anybody. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year was a was a train wreck, no. and I think I think they know that, you know. And I think they're gonna go. I think they're gonna go down the same road, though. I really think they're gonna go down that same road. They haven't proved anything different. The last three years of free agency has been a complete disaster. Yeah, yeah. Free agency was was not good for them. The, the, I mean, the draft was was the saving grace, but. Uh, yeah, bro. That was crazy. Let's talk about linebackers, guys. If we're talking about free agency, we're kind of forgetting about linebacker, right? And I think this is a position that some people do want to hit on, Mike, as far as, you know, your linebackers, uh, whether it's uh, a Mike, Will, or whatever, you know. Sean Lee, everybody in the in the chat box, should Sean Lee come back? Should the Cowboys bring him back? Yes or no in the comments to Sean Lee coming back. Should the Cowboys bring back Sean Lee? No. No. Let me see the yes or no's in the chat box. If you want Sean Lee back as a Cowboy, yes or no, let us know in the comments if you want the Cowboys to bring back Sean Lee. Sean Lee has not declared whether he's going to retire or not. So, you know, I, I, I wonder where this is going to go. We should hear something here soon, I would think, you know. Or, or is he just going to go and test free to see himself? Maybe he's going to go to another team. That would be crazy. I would rather bring him on as a coach, Mike, and uh, you know let let him let his feet get wet. Bring him up, and then uh, whenever they decide to, you know, to move on, you know, down the road, if if it's going to be the Kellen Moore show, maybe you got a DC in the making and Sean Lee, you know how the Cowboys are. Yeah, it just feels like that might be something these guys do. So we'll see there. So we do see a lot of no's here for Sean Lee. Time to retire. Give me cash says no way. 
Brooks Collie, coach. We got a hell no with exclamations from John Lindsay. <laughs> He's definitely not down for that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. James Watson, no, don't need him. Yeah, got a, got a lot of no's here. I need a speed guy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Paxson, got a lot of no's here. So, yeah, I think uh, that might be where they go, you know. So, I would say if the Cowboys did bring him back, it looks like a lot of fans would kind of be annoyed by it or they wouldn't really be <laughs> wouldn't really be down for it. So, great question there. Um, as far as linebackers, you know, if you want to add some, because, Mike, we do have a lot going out. We talked about this last year. There was a lot of these guys on one-year deals, you know, whether it was uh, Justin March, Joe Thomas, Sean Lee. So there is going to be, you know, some uh, some churning there. It's just natural. It's going to happen whether it's free agent guys or or the draft. Obviously, we do have Francis Bernard in the mix, a, uh, a fan favorite last season. Uh, they kept him. He's still in the team. He'll be in the mix, a special teams guy. Francis Bernard, guys, let me know in the comments how everybody in the chat box feels about Francis Bernard. Does he play a bigger role, or do you want to bring in somebody else? Do you want to draft somebody else? Let, let us know in the comments how you feel about Francis Bernard, fan favorite from last year in practice. Francis Bernard, man, they, 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 they stashed him on the shelf, right? Um, we were screaming for an eye, Francis Bernard. Uh, once Francis Bernard makes a lot of special team plays, I don't know if he's ready to start at a linebacker position. I just don't know that. Um, but I can still see him playing as a special teams guy. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll see what they do there and uh, and that sort of thing. Some linebackers that, that I like that I've kind of touched on, Mike, is going to be somebody like this. I'll put him in the chat box for you guys to check this out. I'm talking about a Jayon Brown, okay? Jayon Brown from uh, Tennessee, 25, 6 foot, 227. A tackling machine, a behind the line of scrimmage guy so he can get in the backfield. A uh, very versatile linebacker. He'll hit the market. Uh, might be some of the Cowboys want to bring in. You know, how confident are you in the health of LVE? How do you, how, how do you feel about, the depth behind LVE, you know, it, it, right now as we stand here today, if you were to play a game, the depth is thin. Who do you have? Gifford? He can't even get on the field. He comes off IR, comes back, gets hurt, back up. He's he's a, he's worse than Sean Lee. And I liked Gifford. I thought he had some potential, but dang it, that guy's made of, of glass, bro. Matt so, Johnson 2.0. Yes, yes. Tons of talent, man. But, man, he can't stay on the field. So yeah, there that's that's a that's a big concern. Free agency, I think you will see some linebackers brought in here. Joe they Thomas. might Joe Thomas might be someone that they bring back. I could see that happening. Another I mean, one year deal. I don't know about Justin March though. Nah, just I think I think he's done. Another guy that I like, guys. I'm putting him in the chat box. Eric Wilson, Minnesota. 6'1, 8 tackles for loss. This is a young up-and-comer linebacker there. He's going to be a free agent. Keep an eye on this one. He can play Sam linebacker. So, you know, if you want to mix it up in nickel, if you want to play you know, play around with Jalen Smith as an edge guy but still have another linebacker out there, Eric Wilson can be that. He can play rotation for you. 
And uh, he's really good at recognizing the run. He plays the run well. He can get to the quarterback. I like Eric Wilson. He might be somebody that you look at. Uh, Mike, another linebacker and possibly another one of these Will McClay specials. This guy right here, I'm putting him in the chat box. And that's going to be Jared Davis, the former first-round pick for the Detroit Lions, guys. He's going to be out there in the market. Pretty good tackles, man. Pretty good numbers. But he had a falling out with that staff. Okay, so that might be where you need to do some research as far as is he coachable? Is he a locker room guy? Is he what? What is the story with, with Jared Davis there? All right. So he might be some of the Cowboys bring as a rotational kind of guy, depth guy, a Will McClay special, maybe a Jared Davis. All right. So that's a player there, guys, to keep an eye on as far as we're talking about linebackers. All right. Another one here for you guys. I talked about this in my video. And that's going to be Denzel Perryman. You know, 5'11", 240. He's a thumper. This is your classic thumping linebacker. Somebody that I could see play in, in Quinn's system. 349 tackles in his career there with the Chargers. 26 tackles for a loss. All right? So that's, that's, that's a good number to watch. Tackle for loss. That means he's busting up plays in the backfield. Right, Mike? So we're talking about reading the run, busting the play up, hitting the right gap in the backfield. We don't see that. We don't seem to see that from Jalen Smith anymore, um, if ever. So we need some more linebackers that, that that hit those gaps. You know, the run that play the run fits better. They bust up these plays in the backfield, Mike. So Denzel Perryman, Mike. Bring him on. We got we just gotta improve this team, man. You look at overthecap.com, Cowboys are investing $66 million on this defense right now. Uh, Tank Lawrence is $25 million of it, I believe. I, I think I said he's, – he's, he's, so the Cowboys got $40 million just spread out on defense and $136 million on the offense. They, they got to balance this thing out some way, form or fashion, and uh, they, they got to get better on that side of the ball. They've been abandoning that defense forever. Dak – just got this four-year deal, and if you don't build that defense up, um, it's, 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 it's not going to be good. They have to get defensive players on there. You have to be balanced. You look at the teams, um, the, the, the Bucks. you know, they were balanced. They had an explosive offense, even with an old quarterback like the GOAT, Tom Brady, and their defense stepped up. you got to be balanced. Um, and um, – and that's just what it boils down to. If you abandon this defense, this four-year contract that everybody's so excited for is going to go down the drain. They got to take care of that defense side of the ball. If they love Dak, you pay them and you take care of them by getting that defense solidified. Yeah, that's. I see a lot of this argument, you know, and, I, and I've actually seen this from other personalities, um, you know, around saying, "Here we go again with." Let's make the offense so unstoppable we can have a sucky defense. I absolutely do not buy into that theory. I hate it. You know, it that theory did not work. I mean, we look look at that last year. Last year we got CD Lamb. We we're supposed to be 40 burgers. It didn't happen. You know, so some people are talking about, well, okay, let's try it again. Let, let's get Kyle Pitts the tight end and then do do 40 burger again. I um yeah. It's tempting, but you make a great point, Mike. You gotta have a. You gotta be balanced. You gotta. We've ignored the defense way too long, you know. Uh, so, 
We'll see, man. I think that first pick is going to be interesting, and I, don't, I think it'll shape the way that uh, this draft goes. Like, if they go, if they do go offensive line there with number ten, I, I could see the rest of the of the draft being defense. That I could see happening, you know. So we'll see there, Mike. Another linebacker that's that's getting some buzz here has some connections to Dan Quinn is KJ Wright. So KJ Wright has some. Uh, some age to him. He's not too old. I mean, he's 31, 6'4", so he's got some height. Um, and he, he's, a, he's a definitely a tackling machine, as you can tell by the numbers in the chat box. 941 tackles in his career, 66 tackles for losses. So this is another very smart player who can read defenses and make a jump and, and make busted plays in the backfield. Mike, what, what would you think about K.J. Wright reuniting with Dan Quinn? You gotta. You, we talk about leadership, right? You want leadership on your defense. You also want winners too. And KJ Wright checks both boxes: a winner and a leader. Okay, and that's what this defense needs. I mean, Tank Lawrence. You, there was a there was a shot uh, last year where Sean looking to these guys, and, and Tank Lawrence just sitting there looking dumb, and he's the highest paid player on the team right now. Right now, he's the highest paid player on the team. And he's sitting there looking so lost and so dumb that Sean Lee has to rally these guys. K.J. Wright can be that Sean Lee, but also perform better than Sean Lee. So he checks leadership, and he checks the box of talent, playmaking ability. That's what we need here on this defense. Alexander302 makes a great, great point here. And this is something that you see when you watch the tape on KJ Wright. He's good in pass coverage too, which I love that. Yeah, I agree, Alexander 302. That is that's a great, great point to make on KJ Wright. Um, he's really a well-rounded linebacker, still has gas in the tank, man. So I think maybe he's maybe he might maybe KJ Wright might be kind of tired of this drama. <laughs> That's going on over there in Seattle. Maybe he's like, man, you know what? I'm out of here. Let me go. Let me go with Coach Quino here in Dallas and see if we can do something. So that might be something that you could get, man. I, I would actually love the KJ Wright addition at linebacker. I think that would be a great move. Yeah, run stuffer, and that's what we need, right? We need guys that that can tackle. Yeah, so I love that. I love that. But Mike. I think that's great, guys. We do appreciate everybody that has joined us here, everybody in the comments, watching live around the world. If you could hit pound, I really would appreciate that. Before you head out, if you watch this on the replay, hit like on that video if you stayed around this long. Hit like. It helps out the channel immensely. We can't do this without you. And we'll be back next week, obviously, to to do another round of this. You know, um, free agency is right here. You know, we're coming up on uh, the legal tampering. We gave you a couple of names here. Appreciate the guys that gave us your your comments on some of your guys. So appreciate that as well, guys. Mike, let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already. Yep. Joe has it right underneath me right there. Cowboys Corner underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter, guys. And uh, Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube. Go to thefirstcoreport.com for, uh, for more exclusive content right there, guys. And check all that swag out. Um, but definitely appreciate you guys. The show's been growing. Joe and I, this this August will be two years doing the Frisco Report and uh, just another offseason in the books, baby. Let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So great stuff, guys. Great conversation in the chat box. We did. 
We do see some of the, the draft conversation going on there as well. Once we get the free agency, we'll kick it hard and heavy with some more draft talk, and we'll get into that as well. But that's all we have tonight, guys. We do appreciate you. We will catch you for the next time. Peace, everybody.